0: I'm okay. <laughs>
1: on corner of
2: Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm Josh Gessman, and he is LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano. On today's show, we're just going to talk the LA Galaxy's 2015 preseason. Adam has obviously been following the team closely, and I'm going to pick his brain as much as possible so you can understand exactly where the LA Galaxy are heading into this, we'll call it a European vacation. So don't go anywhere. Corner of the Galaxy, found right here at cornerofthegalaxy.com, starts right now.
1: You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on CornerOfTheGalaxy.com. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Gessman and LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano.
2: And welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerthegalaxy.com. I am your host, Josh Gessman. He is LA Galaxy Insider, and we're back for another exciting year of LA Galaxy soccer. Obviously, 2015 preseason well underway. Wanted this chance to stop to, and talk with Adam Serrano. I know we haven't talked to him for a while, so we want to do that. Also wanted to go ahead, and this music you're hearing right now, this is Back Pocket Memory. They are a local LA band. We are going to be using their music for the majority of 2015. Um, give them a listen if you can. Again, Back Pocket Memory, you can find them on iTunes, a bunch of places, but they've been nice enough to uh, let us use their music for this year. And, uh, and you know, not not so bad that they're big LA Galaxy fans. So that, that helps as well. So a lot to do with that. But obviously we'll get to uh, all that a little bit later and talk more about the band and all that fun stuff. But I wanted to talk with... LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano, and so he is joining me right now. Um, Adam, I, I guess it's it's good to talk to you. Haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, a good preseason for you. How's everything going? Well,
0: it's going great. You know, happy happy New Year, Josh. Happy New Year. Listen to the just February. It's almost March,
2: but it's great to uh, get this thing started. Yeah, yeah, it is, and uh, it, it's fun and it's exciting that we're actually approaching You know, the start date. I know that whenever the players reported to camp, Adam, on, on uh, January 22nd that it seems a long ways away, but uh, March 6th is ticking down as we keep continuing on, and of course the LA Galaxy just off on their European trip, their European vacation perhaps, if you want to call it that, um, to play two friendlies, do some training over in Ireland and Sweden. So um, lots of stuff to talk about, but First, there's been a bunch of scrimmages played. I know they've all been closed doors. Nobody's really gotten to see them all that much. You, Adam, on the other hand, have got to see them that much. I've gotten to see one of these preseason scrimmages. So what do you think of this LA Galaxy team so far?
0: You know, it's it's a team that's talented. You know, they're returning a lot of players, you know, uh, from that 2014 MLS Cup champion side. Uh, the two notable exceptions, of course, are Marcelo Saivas mm-hmm. and Lionel Donovan, Marcelo being traded to Colorado and Lionel retiring. Right. Uh, but, you know, this is still a squad that should be very much in contention for another MLS Cup playoff berth and for another MLS Cup title. Uh, you know, the real, the real thing right there is probably who's gonna play on the left side for Lionel Donovan, but you know, Bruce Reed has got himself a pretty good team.
2: Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people are sort of making a, a big deal about the LA Galaxy not making too many moves. I mean, they made a big move, obviously Stephen Gerrard and you and I haven't even had a chance to talk about that, but Stephen Gerrard coming in middle of the season. So, I mean, that's going to happen eventually, but how did the LA Galaxy handle this 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 time before he shows up? What have you been seeing so far in these scrimmages that has led you to believe that there's say is there a person who will take over from Marcelo Sarvis right now until Stephen Gerrard gets here?
0: Yeah. You know, the team famously tried to acquire Sasha question, not just once, but twice and came up short in that journey there. But, you know, I think what Bruce arena is going to do, is he's going to lean heavily on Baggio, who's sitting in the center of the midfield, you know, he's a natural defensive midfielder and he got put out, you know, on different sides of the flank last year, you know, playing more of a defensive midfield and an offensive option. And I think that he's right now with the personnel, they currently have that top guy on the depth chart to fill in for Marcelo mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it, it's a battle. You've also got Andre Aris, the trials from galaxy two, who I'm very high on. Yes. Uh, Kenny Walker and Rafael Garcia also in the mix. So I think I'd give the nod to Baggio right now. If I had to pick the opening day lineup, uh, but it's still a wide open race in these two friendlies and the, final friendly against uh, San Jose could decide it
2: yeah yeah it's all it's all gonna be interesting I think we're gonna see a lot of this play out Adam which is which is always I, I think more fun whenever you get to see how this develops I know lots of people were sort of asking what we think the starting lineup is and I'm I, I think I'm you're in agreement with me that it's probably too soon to do that. There's still going to be a lot of moving parts before, but we're getting closer. I mean, things will start to happen in that last game in San Jose um, on February 28th up at Nueva Avaya Stadium. It is basically uh, pre-opening of Stadium before the uh, San Jose Earthquakes get that uh, season underway up there. Um, that may be a deciding factor, but talk about the, the re-signing of Rafael Garcia. Um, he's, he's an underground fan favorite. What 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 is it? What is it about him that sort of gets everybody excited to watch him play soccer?
0: Yeah, you know, Rafael Garcia is, I think, very similar to a guy like a Pablo Mastroeni uh, in the fact that you know he's a gamer, he's a fighter, uh, he works hard, and he can play a variety of positions. You know, he's. primarily a defensive midfielder you know he's kind of a a grinder type of player you know does the simple things correctly but he can also play in opposite positions you know he played at right back sometimes last year and the year before and this year he got a run out on on the right wing and performed very well he's that type of guy that fans like i think for the same reason they initially like marcelo sarvas because he works hard he tries very hard to do what he do what he needs to do, and he more than often than not gets that job done. I think, that, you know, Rafa's a very likable guy. You know, he calls me James Dean because of my great hair and my great glasses, yes. so I think, you know, he's a favorite of mine as well, but, <laughs> you know, he's somebody he's somebody that I would expect to contend for team minutes, but I think, you know, right now, where it stands, he's probably going to be in Galaxy 2 next season.
2: Which maybe he was the captain of LA Galaxy 2 last year, so I, I don't think that's a, that would be a huge surprise if he ends up there again, but, I mean, ultimately, he does Want to make that jump, and you know, as far as a guy who works as hard as he does, I mean, you'd like to see him get some time up with the senior team. I think he had limited minutes. to play, um, for the senior team last year? Limited minutes, a couple minutes? I think he
0: might have played a few, but very few. I think he was one of those guys who was on that full time loan, yeah, uh, to Galaxy 2 their entire season, um, so. The minutes were few and far between, if any. But, you know, you, you, what you said is correct. This is the year that he has to make that jump. He was already waived. He went through the re-entry process. Nobody picked him up, but the Galaxy kept him here. So now he has to show Bruce Arena what, you know, Kurt Nopo was already very high on him. Kurt right. Nolfo speaks the world of uh, Rafael García, but he has to show Bruce Arena that he can, you know, put the pieces where they lay and grow into a legitimate candidate in, in the midfield.
2: Well, we're thinking it's, it, it, like you said before, it's Kenny Walker, it's Rafael Garcia, it's Andre Arras, who who you're really excited about. Tell me more about Andre Aris and why you like him so much. What what, what excites you about him?
0: Yeah, Andre Arras, uh, you know, he's a defensive midfielder. Uh, almost, he's growing into a real two-way type of midfielder. Uh, his passing needs to get a little better, but he's a dead ball specialist. Uh, he can whip in a great free kick. I think, personally, for my money, in 2014, he was the best set piece Specialist in the entire Galaxy organization that includes Leonard Donovan, that includes Stefan Ishizaki. Uh, I think that he serves in the best ball, and I think that's what's going to make him a real option. Where he can get better is in his defense, but his distribution is absolutely crisp. And I think that you know, whereas a Kenny Walker or Rafael Garcia, they do the simple things right. I think Aris has the capability to kind of grow into that Marcelo Sarvas type of player where he can whip in balls. uh, He can be a danger on set pieces and be, you know, a workhorse defensively as well.
2: Yeah, so so that's that's exciting and something to watch, especially if he ends up at LA Galaxy two. Um, e- even then, it's still exciting to watch. I mean, we're we're sort of seeing these guys who are right on the cusp at him, and this is what LA Galaxy two was was made for—is to see if some of these guys can make that transition. So it's not necessarily a complete, total, utter disaster if RS ends up back at LA Galaxy two again. Maybe he just needs it a little bit more developing, but it's you know you're seeing this second, um, you know, this this lower tier of soccer start to develop some of these players, and we said it was going to take a little while, and Adam, we're only like a year into the LA Galaxy 2 experiment, you're already seeing some of those LA Galaxy 2 players starting to possibly creep into that LA Galaxy uh, lineup.
0: Yeah, not only that, but ours was courted by Toronto pretty heavily. You know, he flew over uh, at the behest of Greg Vanny, their coach, former Galaxy Academy coach and Galaxy uh, defender, uh, who was very eager to sign him, but you know he decided to, you know, move on and stay with Gal- with the Galaxy in hopes of winning, you know, a first team deal. And I think that's another wrinkle to this project: is that a guy like Aris, you know, if he's not successful making this team. He could potentially be sold, and you could look at, you know, a Miguel Ibarra type of situation with, you know, Minnesota United right. uh, in the NASL where the Galaxy would get a transfer fee for a player. That's uh, that's not half bad.
2: Yeah, that uh, isn't so bad. Uh, talk about real quick uh, Ignacio Maganto, Nacho Maganto, first-round draft pick for the LA Galaxy. I got to see him in a preseason scrimmage, actually playing on the left-hand side in the midfield. Um, he's he's exciting to watch. I really like him. He's small, Adam, but he's very quick with his feet. I think that's really where uh, Bruce Arena and, and Dave Sarakin were high on him.
0: Yeah, you know, I think he's, he's very dangerous. He seems to be a very smart soccer player. You know, he has that training in Spain. Uh, this is a kid that went on trial with Manchester City way back when, uh, was part of the Getafe system in Spain and really grew into a player at Iona that was, was valuable. I think that, his soccer sense is very high for where he was drafted and I think that's what something Bruce Arena's staff always looks to and you know what, he's been in the contention for that position to potentially fill in along the left hand side. And I spoke with Robbie Keane yesterday, uh, and he told me that you know what, there are young players who can play that left side of position that Landon Donovan vacated. Right. Players like Nacho, players like Bradford Jameson the fourth, yes. uh, Raul Mendiola mm-hmm. and Jose Villarreal and if they want to really become pros, this is a chance they have to jump on. They have to show Booster Arena they can for that spot because it's open and it's there for the taking.
2: Yeah, yeah, lots of people vying for that spot and that's, that's good news for, I think, LA Galaxy fans who are a little nervous about filling that spot. But ultimately, I mean, this is going to have to be, somebody has to step up and take that position now. But it's open, which is different than whenever you were uh, looking at it last year and saying, I'm not going to start over Landon Donovan, so that's not going to happen. But now, now there's that actual position open, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, injury News AJ De La Garza with his uh, bone bruise on his foot. Uh, how is he doing? Um, you know, I, I heard he was just more day to day, waiting for it to heal, that type of thing. Any any sort of update on him?
0: Yeah, you know what? I I don't think it's really a day to day type of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think it's more of he's out for the rest of the preseason. Uh, I think that he's going to be very tender with it. You know, he's had a real history of injuries in the past that have limited for long stretches of time uh, so I wouldn't expect him to play in either two of the scrimmages or the friendlies rather in Europe I expect him to maybe get a run out and get get a few minutes against San Jose I think that would be the ideal situation right uh, but I don't think he's going to play he hasn't trained yet and you know he said that he really can't have contact with his foot. He can't really trap the ball, can't really kick the ball, and he's going to need to do that. And, you know, make those great uh, stops like we saw in MLS Companies stop Charlie Davies uh, on that great blank run. So, yes. you know, I think you need to wait on the on the side of caution and that might open up another spot for a guy say like a Robbie Rogers possibly to move to the right side or you know new U.S. national team player Oscar Sorta, who was just yes. coming to the preseason with a world of confidence so I think it might make it a little bit interesting as AJ gets back and onto the men
2: well and obviously Leonardo has been playing in the middle in, in most of the scrimmages that I've seen uh next to Omar Gonzalez so if you're wondering where Leo was that's where he's at I want to bring up another uh trialist with the LA Galaxy right now Ramon Martin Martin Del Camp- uh give a brief summary of sort of his story i mean you're talking about a guy who um had an mls contract and then it was voided after he wasn't picked up in the draft and now uh possibly maybe taking steps backwards as he it didn't make the trip with the rest of the team to europe
0: yeah you know great kid uh really tough situation uh Maybe, maybe a ill decision on his part to take part in the MLS combine, you know, great player out of UC Davis spent some time with the U S under 23s, uh, trying to make that Olympic squad way back when. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he, he went to the combine with strep throat and it really kind of hindered his, his performance. And that really hurt him in the eyes of a lot of scouts and he was eventually undrafted and you know, couldn't get a deal there. His deal was voided. Right. He spoke to a few teams like the San Jose earthquakes. They decided to pass on him. The galaxy brought him in, um, but he didn't make the trip to Europe. Uh, the galaxy obviously have a, you know, a real breadth of defenders there. So it was galaxy and with galaxy chief for that matter. So it's going to be tough for him, uh, but he's a very, very smart defender, very vocal type of defender. He really reminds me a little bit of Omar Gonzalez when he first started. You know, he's a big player, a big presence. Uh, he wants to be a leader, and he can tell that he can grow into that. Uh, but his touch is is not a not as crisp as you'd want it to be. Uh, he's, his passing still needs some work. And I think that's where he might need some time with a team like Galaxy 2. Obviously, you know, you want to play in first team, you want to play in MLS. Uh, but I think that this move might be advantageous for his development because, frankly, I think that he is competitive, if not better, than some of the other Galaxy two center backs. So it's uh, it's up to him and. I'm looking forward to seeing him just kind of develop and see if he's going to stay on a Galaxy shirt because I think that he could have a future here.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting, and interesting story, and I think the LA Galaxy are doing the right thing by taking a chance on him because, you know, it could really develop here. Um, just, you know, we, obviously we had, uh, we had Todd Dunavant on the show a couple weeks ago. Everything is still healthy with Todd. If you were worried about his development, he's still good. Um, that's why you have seen Robbie Rogers possibly playing that right-back role because Todd Dunavant is in that left-back role. doesn't mean that's how it's going to stay, but that's something that we can sort of keep an eye on um, talk real quick about this new L.A. Galaxy 2 signing. Um, I know we're sort of jumping between L.A. Galaxy, L.A. Galaxy 2 a lot, but right now in the preseason, a lot of this stuff is intertwined. This one is a straight up L.A. Galaxy 2 signing. Can you g- give me this kid's name, Adam, and, and tell me why he's uh, so, so special in the eyes of a lot of people that maybe this has changed some things with recruiting and the way that the uh, a- that MLS and academies can work?
0: Yeah, you know, it made, Galaxy 2 made a lot of big news this year uh, with their signings. Uh, first, you know, picking up a guy like Ariel Lasseter, you know, the son of Roy Lasseter, great MLS goal scorer. Right. But where I think they might have changed the paradigm for, you know, soccer in this country is with the signing of Rio Fuji. Uh, he's a young midfielder out of UC Santa Barbara, you know, went to South Collins High School and kind of developed there. In the Galaxy Academy and the Chibos Academy, and then the Santa Barbara. And what the Galaxy do is they pick him up on a uh, Galaxy Academy deal, or a Galaxy Two deal, right? And they're going to offer him a scholarship to UC, or rather to Cal State Dominguez Hills, you know, which is on right near the StepHub Center, right? And allow him a chance to continue his career. I spoke to his counselor today. Uh, he's still taking about four classes, you know, a few online. They have maneuver with his schedule. And I think that this could be the big thing here in MLS where basically the Galaxy are, op- are operating essentially as a college program. They're right. able to give kids something that, you know, a UC Santa Barbara, a UCLA, a Cal Berkeley, you know, can't give their teams. They can give their kids, you know, training, Morning, noon, and night, and a professional environment, and a chance to really finish their schooling. And I think that that really is, frankly, a game changer. And the more official. kids are going to try to take that, take advantage of this. You know, it could change everything for the Galaxy.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. All right, we have, uh, we have an announcement. I can hear it coming over the loudspeaker. The fourth official on the sideline has indicated that a
1: minimum of two minutes of additional time has been added to the show.
2: All right, Adam, so we got two minutes left. Uh, we're going we're gonna to try to focus here. You have two preseason games for this European vacation, obviously. You have the one in Sweden, the one in Dublin, Ireland. Um, what are you expecting out of these two games for the L.A. Galaxy?
0: You know, I'm expecting the galaxy to get a little bit creative. You know, they're going to have to be, you know, they're going to have to get their fitness in. I mean, we talk about the fact that this is maybe a little bit of a preseason adventure right. for the galaxy. They're going to go on a trip to the Guinness Factory and all that, but they the, have the to Guinness get Factory. They I, have to get
2: I was going to say it's the Guinness Factory with Robbie Keane. You're you're missing like the important part. Like if there was the perfect tour guide it's Robbie Keane to the Guinness factor. It, I mean, that works. Yeah,
0: it's pretty remarkable, but you know, what, what I asked Robbie Keane, when I talked to him about, you know, just going over there and, you know, maybe just shooting the breeze with the guys, he said, you know what, this is a business trip. Mm-hmm. We have to get our fitness up because come March 6th, we have to be ready to play. And I think that's the goal. And that's not what you want to hear. If you're Bruce, we that the guys are really going to take this seriously and understand they have to get their fitness in against top European opponents. And, hopefully continue their winning ways and get ready for March Switch and they play Chicago Fire at Sub-Up Center.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting. The two uh, preseason friendlies against Hammerby on Monday, February 16th and then uh, against the uh, the Rovers um, in Dublin, Ireland. That is uh, Saturday, February 21st. That's at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I don't think either one of these, at least I know of, are going to be uh, available to view, Adam. We, we haven't heard any TV or, or any uh, streaming information, correct? So we're probably just going to have to get updates uh via twitter is my guess
0: yeah i think that's going to have to be the way i haven't heard anything about streaming or uh tv yet
2: all right, so so that's fine. We can do that. We're we're used to that. We're social media savvy here, and of course we'll uh, we'll be able to bring everybody all of the information that we gather from that once those happen, and and we find out some more information. Obviously, March sixth is what everybody's pointing at here, Adam. Uh, the collective bargaining agreement still up in the air for uh, for Major League Soccer and the players. Um, I am hearing at least this this seems to be a little more optimistic than maybe I was, but it seems like the players are starting to possibly be a little more optimistic about reaching a deal and finding some uh, some level ground here between them and the owners, so it's interesting. I, I used to be doom and gloom, Adam. I feel like maybe I'm, I used to be 60-40 for a strike, and maybe now I've moved back to the 50-50, which I think is a considerable move. Yeah, you know,
0: I think I think that's that's probably the safest way to go with something like this. Uh, You know, it's always always going to go down to the wire, but uh, I think you always want to err on the side of caution. But you want to be optimistic because there's a lot of money here at stake, and there's uh, a league, and everyone knows what would happen if uh, you know the league went on strike.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So keep your fingers crossed. Um, I'm planning on going to the uh preseason friendly up in San Jose on February twenty eighth. So as long as there's a season, as long as there's a game, I think that's a good one. So uh hopefully we'll see some other people there as well. Adam, anything else you want to cover before we get out of here and uh let everybody get on with their wonderful lives as we as we count down to MLS twenty fifteen.
0: Uh I think I think we're good, you know, good to good to start up all over again and uh get ready for the new season.
2: Yep, yep, it's going to be fun. This is episode number 52 for Corner of the Galaxy from the Box, by the way. Number 52, Adam and I have done 51 of these. This is number 52. That's that's not so bad, and, you know, for people who thought it wouldn't last, Adam C. We get along great. Everybody's full of it. What do you know? I, I guess, yeah. yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. All right, uh, let's see. If you're looking for LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano on Twitter at... LA Galaxy Insider is where you can find him. Of course, get all of his writing on the LA Galaxy at lagalaxy.com forward slash blog. And if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at J Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, at Galaxy Podcast is our Twitter. Uh, Let's see. Counting down again to March 6th, the LA Galaxy versus the Chicago Fire for the 2015 season opener. Getting closer by the minute. I'm excited. Adam's excited. We're all very, very excited. Again, please follow this band. They're great guys for letting us use their music. It's dot facebook.com slash BackPocketMemory. Please go out there, find them, thank them, download their stuff. All right, I think that about does it for LA Galaxy Insider. I am Josh Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com.
1: You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy from the Box podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast and be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy and for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion and entertainment including this podcast head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com Corner of the Galaxy and its related podcasts are part of backheel.com Backheal.com is a collection of soccer podcasts and multimedia offerings covering soccer around the world. You can follow them at backfield.com Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you here again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.